0: Late nights at work or being alone just before closing is something many have felt anxious about. We've seen the news stories, heard the rumors, or simply let our imaginations conjure an image of scenes out of a horror movie waiting to happen, talking, taking that walk to the car across a dark parking lot but sometimes it's not our imagination creating a monster hiding in the shadows. There is a real live one watching and waiting for the perfect moment. Some killers attack on a spur of a moment. Some watch their victims for a time, days, weeks. Some even spend months silently following them and watching at a distance. Today's show is one of those stories, the story of a missing young woman, a brutal murder, and a strange tale that would lead investigators deep down a path when they finally found the killer, Dark Winter, the Israel Keys story. This story, however, isn't a typical one, and some have even said it reminds them of Ted Bundy's crimes when they've heard the tale. Israel Keyes was born in Cove, Utah. He was one of ten children, and although the family was Mormon, they later deconverted from the faith. When he was around three or five, and instead turned to radical fundamentalist Christianity, which in his words he would later describe as a more militant sort of church and Amish. Although by his faith, teen years, he later left his faith and turned to Satanism. While it's not a shared trait of every known serial killer, Satanic worship has been a common ground for some of the most infamous names such as Charles Manson, son of sam and richard ramirez better known as the night stalker however he seemed to slowly find himself between 1998 and 2001 israel served in the u.s army he served at fort lewis fort hood and in egypt according to his military records he entered the army on july 9, 1998 and was discharged from Fort Lewis on July 8, 2001, at the rank of Specialist. During his time in the military, he was awarded military decorations, service medals, and awards, some being from marksmanship, among various others although many remembered him as a quiet man that kept to himself they also remembered a man who would drink entire bottles of wild turkey on the weekends by himself he was also heavily into the music group insane clown posse and had several large posters of the group hanging in his barracks room But by 2007, he left the Army and started a new life and a construction business in Alaska called Keys Construction when he worked as a handyman, contractor, and construction worker. While he would later go on to admitting murdering various people in New York, Vermont, Texas, and New Jersey... It was his last victim he would become known for. On the cold winter night of February first, two thousand twelve, eighteen-year-old Samantha Coing, a coffee booth employee in Anchorage, Alaska, was just about to close up when a man walked up and placed an order for his coffee. However, camera footage from the camera inside the coffee booth showed after being handed his coffee. The man pulled out a gun and demanded Samantha turn off the lights inside. Although the footage is dark, the man can be seen then climbing into the window. The man then proceeded to kidnap her from her workplace. A camera outside shows the two walking off from her workplace towards his pickup truck, parked away from the scene of her abduction. He took her credit card and other property before sexually assaulting her and sadly killing her. The following day, even going a step further and leaving her body in a shed to take a pre-booked two-week cruise to new orleans with his family when he returned to alaska he removed her body from the shed applied makeup to her face body and sewed her eyes open with fishing line before he snapped a picture of a four-day-old issue of the anchorage daily newspaper alongside her body posed to look like she was still alive. After demanding 30000 in ransom, he dismembered her body and disposed of it in a lake north of uh, Anchorage. After the murder and the demanded ransom, police were able to track withdrawals from the account as he moved throughout the southwestern U.S., he was later arrested by the Texas Highway Patrol after using Samantha's credit card again at a cafe. Keyes was expedited to Alaska, where he confessed to Samantha's murder. With a trail set, with a trial set for March two thousand thirteen. It was later released that he planned murders along ahead of time and took extraordinary actions to avoid detection. Unlike most serial killers, he did not have a victim profile and usually killed far from home and never twice in the same place. Keys admitted to admiring Ted Bundy and shared many similarities with him. Both were methodical and felt a possession over their victims, However, their stories, victims, and kill areas varied greatly. Ted would hunt in the areas he lived in, while Israel would take a trip to kill in a new area. His final victim would be himself. While being held in jail on suspicion of murder, Keyes decided Keyes died by suicide on December 2nd, 2012, via self-infliction. He he cut his wrist and and strangulation investigators later found a suicide note hidden under his body, which consisted of an ode to murder, but offered no clues about other possible victims. The case hasn't had any updates until 2020, when the FBI released the drawings of 11 skulls and one pentagram, which they believe had been drawn in Israel's own blood underneath his jail cell bed, which has caused the FBI to believe 11 victims had their lives taken by Keyes' hands, although no further updates have been released as of this episode. On one note, Israel Keys is not the only serial killer to claim victims in Alaska. The most famous being the butcher baker Robert Hansen, who I have a show on. If you'd like to hear it, it's in my playlist. Thank you all so much for listening. If you have any recommendations, please feel free to comment or contact me. I'm on all social media and they are linked on the page. If you would like to support the show, you can find me on Patreon, which is linked as well. Please feel free to leave a like and rate and a review. If you enjoyed the show, I'd love to hear from you guys, as well as your thoughts on the case. Please be respectful to the parties involved, and until next time, take care.